It's the Morning Flavor Vinyl Classic. Yes, if you imagine yourself on a beach somewhere on an island mm. or at a delightful beach pool party, whatever it is, yeah. with your cocktails, drinking, that's the vibe Drinking yeah. through mm. a straw. You know yes. what I'm saying? Mm. Two straws. Even. <laughs> that goes too quickly then, Mel. And your shirt open or half open? Uh, no shirt. Or no shirt. There we go. Same. No shirt. Even better. <laughs> the Vinyl Classic today, taking you on our back to the year 2002. This is Magic System from the Ivory Coast with uh, Premier Gawo. What a jam. And if you have been following Oskiro's Church Grooves, the legendary house music compilation series, you might be well aware of this one being on his second one. Mm. Second commandment. Love it. TP underscore Mott says, This one reminds me of when I was still young, used to play arcade games in the hood. Most folks would play it as um, one of uh, their sections on the 50 cents jukebox. Yes, I remember that. So you get to the arcade, you're playing Tekken or Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat mm. or Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. And then there's another jukebox there in the corner. It's only got two or three CDs playing. <laughs> or maybe it was cassettes, I don't know. Some other Oskiro's church grooves, something by Glenn Lewis, something mm. by DJ Fresh. That is it the whole day. That's all the jukebox has done. So I can relate to that totally as a memory. Uh, Bong Honey says it reminds me of Oskiro's church grooves. The same compilation that had Kaiser. Yes, I totally agree with you. That was the second commandment. Great memories coming back and uh, we love it. More on the crates, more to share as far as vinyl classics. So get ready for another musical journey this week. 8.44, let's get into matters of tech on The Morning Flavor and talk about uh, everything that has to do with this outage and what we know so far. It's been in the news worldwide. Facebook and its other platforms, Instagram and WhatsApp, basically going down. Now, it's one thing to be in South Africa dealing with load shedding, constant water cuts, traffic lights that don't work. But imagine if all of that is happening at the same time as a Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram shutdown. I mean, that is literally hell on earth. Um, but perhaps uh, the reasons may be valid, or that's if we know anything at all. Brandon Peterson, editor and founder of Reframed, joins us on the line, reframed.co. Good morning, Brandon. Welcome back. Good, good morning. It's good to be back, which I think everyone WhatsApp is saying as well. <laughs> uh, no, I agree. In fact, uh, as a radio show, we were having a chat in the morning about um, you know, because we use WhatsApp a lot to get people's uh, messages in. Sometimes you can't call. It's better to just send a voice note, etc. And we're like, well, um, if we don't get any voice notes, we've always got the phone line. So we've always got a fail safe. If WhatsApp doesn't work, we'll send SMSs. Like who still sends yep. SMS? I get more SMSs from bank notifications than I do from people. How crazy is that? Interesting stat for you. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same on my side, so I feel you. Don't worry. <laughs> so, I mean, what do we know so far about the reasons for this shutdown that affected these these three platforms? Well, wow, what, what, a, what a mess of a situation. Um, I mean, Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram were down for about six hours. It mm. probably felt a lot longer to everybody. Mm. Um, and in all honesty, Facebook has released a statement saying uh, that essentially what happened was uh, it was literally just a result of a configuration change with its routers, which doesn't say a lot. You know, it's sort of digging through it. It essentially seems like someone made a mistake updating something and that just kind of broke everything else down. Mm. And that's how we ended up in the situation. Hmm. 
Now, the, the, the regular occurrence of this, I mean, if my memory serves me correctly, we've had similar situations where, you know, WhatsApp wasn't working. Is it always the same reason, Brandon, or do, or do the reasons change? Well, yeah, this actually isn't the biggest outage we've had with Facebook services back in 2019. It was around about, what, April, May. Mm. Uh, Facebook was down for 24 hours, and that took down Instagram and WhatsApp with it. And, you know, we all seem to have sort of glossed over that now that things are working again. Um, but when it happened, you know, chatting to all of my, my friends, because, you know, we don't just rely on WhatsApp. We use other messaging platforms as well. Mm. Everybody said the same thing. We said it's probably going to be a DNS issue. And DNS is the domain name system. It's essentially like, you know, the phone book of the Internet. Um, and we were like, someone did something wrong with a configuration on, on DNS um, or, or BGP, which... Um, you know, uh, BGP is the Border Gateway Protocol, um, and BGP, Border ba- Gateway Protocol, essentially is like a, almost like a GPS, mm-hmm. you know, to help you find your way to the site that you, you're typing into your browser. Mm-hmm. So someone updated one of those things, um, and that's what broke everything off. It's usually always a DNS issue. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the joke amongst all the techies and the devs and stuff is, we see the outage and we're like, it's going to be a DNS issue. I and then Facebook leaks mm-hmm. a statement saying DNS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and of course the impact is, is great. I can imagine on the company and, and even on others that use the platform, users I mean think of uh, influencers who who have to put out stuff, um uh, content and, and get paid for it, etc. What have you uh, observed so far? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was I was thinking about it last night actually and you know, we some of us may may be like, Hey, with a nice break from things for a while, but there are a lot of people who rely on this. You know, I've gotten a lot of tweets from people saying, you know, for school, for work, for this, Mm -hmm. in different parts of the world, this is the only form of communication we have. Taking this away from us is actually, you know, a dire situation, accidental or not. And I mean, if you look at how many users use Facebook, it's, what, 2.89 billion users use Facebook. Uh, Instagram is over 1 billion users a day, and WhatsApp has over... 2 billion users a day. That's a lot of people being impacted. Mm. And from a financial aspect, you know, initial estimates are putting the loss that Facebook has encountered financially to be almost 100 billion US dollars mm. in six hours. Mm. That's crazy. Brendan, this is Melanie here. Um, you know, like you said, the numbers you just mentioned in terms of the users on all those different platforms, um, which brings us back to, I think, what people have been saying for a while now, the fact that Mark Zuckerberg has such a monopoly on these huge platforms. Um, yeah. How? I mean, how do we, is it even a possibility that it could be demonopolized, that, you know, uh, how, do we, how do we make sure that this doesn't happen again and that we're all so widely affected? Well, you see, that's the big question. That's the other sort of big question I've been seeing on, on Twitter, Melody, is, you know, a lot of the U.S. politicians and politicians in Europe for a long time have been calling for big tech to be broken up, saying these monopolies are not a good thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, we saw it again last night, as you very rightly said. A company like Facebook, I don't think we realize how much power they have. And when one thing goes down, look at how many billions of people's lives have been impacted. And yeah. You know, in terms of solving it, it's it's a lot more complicated, but we do need to look at ways of not having everything operating on the same protocols, not having everything running through, you know, sort of one junction and not being under the control of one person or one company. Mm. Here's a tweet from Tabi Solodi. He says, please can you ask Brandon, uh, what of our personal information? In other words, is it safe? Can we, and just to extend that question, the element of trust, Brandon, when 
you know, a whole Facebook is crashing, etc. I mean, yeah. what, what does that say as far as trust is concerned of the platforms? I mean, it's a good question, but it's a very big and deep question because mm. my knee-jerk reaction to the question about Facebook and data privacy and safety is, in this day and age, are we still asking that question? We see a breach with Facebook almost every week now. Mm. You know, so there's clearly issues. We've seen a whistleblower just take to the stage in the U.S., you know, mm. Um, mm. just a few days ago talking about this exact issue. Facebook knows, you know, what it's doing with your data and stuff, and it's acting like it's not. So... You should never really feel safe with Facebook with your data, um, and they probably won't like me saying that, but it's the truth. Um, but in terms of what's happened with this situation, Facebook is saying, you know, none of your data was compromised. Uh, you know, there were no hacks or anything, so your data is safe. But, you know, we're still seeing these issues with mm-hmm. Facebook, with your data getting out there anyway. There was talk of, you know, I'm not sure if this has been confirmed, but there was talk that people's data had been scraped yesterday, mm-hmm. and it's now floating around the Internet. Now, again, there's nothing to substantiate that, so we're not sure how true that is. But I mean, you know, things like this are possible. And speaking to a developer friend of mine, uh, actually this morning, it's sad that these issues do happen in terms of a big service and platform going down like this. But at the end of the day, these things do happen. You know, technology, the the things we use, it's multiple different technologies that all have to work together, that were cobbled together. They were never initially, when they were built, meant to work together. So that's why you've got these protocols to try and make things all work together and guide you to the right website. Sure. And invariably, something is going to break along the way. It is unfortunate right. to be expected, Yeah. but you know, it's, it's a larger issue. Absolutely, Brandon. Always fascinating and an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Thank you for your time. Brandon Peterson from uh, reframed.co. Check them out and uh, just touching on this issue of Facebook and so on and so forth. All right, uh, we need to get out of here. Thank you very much for tuning into the Morning Flavor. By the way, all our interviews are on av- available on podcast. Just go to metrofm.co.za. Whatever you may have missed, uh, feel free to check it out. All there, including that conversation with Robert Boy. Very great stuff mm. indeed. <laughs> and the conversation yeah. with Tira. Yes, yes. Yeah. And even what happened on the sports quiz this morning. It's all there. Oh, I don't want to say that again. <laughs> I was like, you really want to go there again, Mo? <laughs> hey, things happen. Yeah. yeah, when people lose, they say certain things, you know. It just comes out automatically. It was a genuine, yeah, feeling yeah. that he had, sure. No, definitely. All right. Uh, thank you very much, folks. Mel, Owen, thank you. Yeah, I'd yeah. appreciate it. Always a vibe. And uh, yeah, thanks to Pila and Brandon as well. The team, thank you. We're back again tomorrow. Coming up next, we've got The Bridge from 9 to 12, so don't miss out on that. Otherwise, from us, it's a good morning, good day, and And good vibes. Good vibes.